Hello, nerdy, oh, nerdy lunchy podcasty. I'm ready. <laughs> I was just going to jump into it. Oh, sorry. Are we going to record this now? Both feet. I think so. Okay. We'll see. I'll record it. We'll see if I keep it. <laughs> <laughs> Three nerds in their 30s, each with family and job responsibilities. Time is limited, money is limited, maturity is setting in. But there's always time for a little lunch. Pull up a chair and open up your brown paper bag. Nerd Lunch is beginning now. Hello, listeners of the Nerd Lunch Podcast. That's right. This, that's what you're listening to is the Nerd Lunch Podcast. And I am your... Capable, I hope, capable host, uh, CT. And uh, this is episode 31. That's right, 31 flavors of this podcast we've now done. And all of them good, I think. Well, maybe 30, maybe uh, 20, maybe just 20 some are good. Um, I got a couple of fellows here with me, and I'm going to introduce them to you. If you're a longtime listener, you already know who they are. But first up, my uh, good old buddy from many years ago and uh, up through today. He's also on the Nerd Lunch blog. It's Jeej. Good morning, Jeej. Good morning, CT. Good morning, Pax. I am locked and loaded for this episode. I've got my list of movie appearances of the Kentucky Fried Chicken Chicken Bucket. I think we'll start with Goldfinger and work our way up chronologically. I'm I'm jacked. I I still feel like you've missed the point of this, but, uh, <laughs> but we'll get to that in just a minute. Okay. Also joining us, as he has always done so far, he is from the Cavalcade of Awesome blog at cavalcadeofawesome.net, and it's our good friend, Paxton Holly. Hello, Pax. What up, fellas? I'm just chilling here in the Purposaurus Rex wing of the Kool-Aid Museum in Hastings, Nebraska. I've got a pitcher full of Triple H, and I'm ready to do this thing. I love the Triple H. <laughs> I know. It was missing for a few weeks there. It was. I, I decided to bring it back. <laughs> I don't know if Downs listens to our podcast or not, but I hope I hope he does, and I hope that he gets a little <laughs> chuckle on uh, for that every time. I try to let him know whenever we bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why you bring it up just so he'll listen. <laughs> just so he'll listen. <laughs> There's one download, <laughs> one extra download. Yeah, and then and now like at this point in the podcast, he would turn it off. <laughs> yeah, well, there it is. There's a Triple H. All right, stop. I'm done. <laughs> How you guys doing? Doing very well. How are you, sir? I am doing dandy. People don't use the word dandy very often. No, they don't. I guess I should mention, you know, because a lot of people know that you, we usually have a fourth chair person, and uh, that's not happening this time. We're just doing what the uh, the Atomic Geeks call a three-way dance. Because the fans demanded. <laughs> they did, huh? <laughs> I haven't heard the clamoring for that. <laughs> I think that I think a lot of our fans only listen for our fourth chair. <laughs> right. Well, if it goes poorly, we can come back and edit in a fourth chair and act like there was somebody else here. It'll be one of us just doing another voice. That's right. Oh, hello, guys. Every once in a while, Ralph Whatnot or somebody sit in. Yeah, exactly. Every once in a while, CT just throw to. And what do you think, fourth chair? <laughs> And then just edit it in later. Yeah, because yeah, i got plenty of time to just start <laughs> editing in random stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, well, um, I guess we have no one to talk to here off the top, so <laughs> we can jump right on in to uh, 
to our topic. And uh, what the uh, three of us thought we would do for this episode is uh, we've I've seen people kind of do this on blogs before. Um, I guess what was what was the movie? The movie was called what? Geez, anger management. Is that right? I I am pretty sure that yes, it was called <laughs> anger management. <laughs> <laughs> no, the movie was called The Bucket List, and I think the term originated with the bucket list movie but maybe it had been around a little bit before then but uh comes of course you know kick the bucket kick the bucket means you're gonna die uh so what are the things that you want to do before you die uh that's what a bucket list is so we uh decided we were going to do a nerdy lunchy bucket list and uh come up with some things that uh, we want to do that are nerdy and lunchy that we want yeah we want to do before we pass on to the great uh, Stovacore or whatever you have. So, um, all heroes. <laughs> yeah, wherever the Star Wars uh, <laughs> holiday special ending took place. Yeah, the Star Wars. Yes, <laughs> before you reach the great Star Wars holiday special <laughs> ending. Whew, I hope not. I hope that's not what it is. Make it please no. <laughs> but so, we worked it in for like the eighth podcast, so we're we're doing well here. <laughs> Get a mention of that thing in. It's good for uh, SEO stuff like that, right? Yeah, maybe. Well, I don't know. We got to keep the continuity going. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, bucket list, guys. How how did you? Uh, let's first kind of. I kind of want to ask you how you guys approached it, or if you had a way that you approached it, or did you, maybe maybe you guys just sat down and wrote wrote uh, a list. But, Geech, is there a particular way that you tackled making this list? I had subdivided into categories. I mean, we had talked about just sort of nerdy activities, and then sort of eating activities playing on the theme and name of our podcast. So I had those two to begin with. And this is not something I do. I know people who actually have like this list of a hundred things in their desk drawer or whatever, and like make life plans around that. And that's not me, but there are definitely ideas that I've had to be like, nah, I really, I really should do that. That's something that I, I, would be amiss if uh, I did not uh, take on at some point. And so I had those kind of things just kind of floating around in my head, and that's what I started jotting down for this. Okay. Not very formalized. That's, that's fine. That's, you know, that's one way of doing it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an the only way, way to do it. It's an alternate <laughs> way of doing it. <laughs> Pax, uh, you pretty much the same way, or did you take an approach or a mindset about it? Um, I mainly started with that. Like I divided it into kind of, I guess two and a half, half categories. Um, I had like one category was like things I wanted to do in my bucket list, like to go or to experience. And I I do have a, I keep a steady list in my head of that, but I've never written it down. So this was a good time to actually write that one down. And then there was one since a lot of times we we like to focus on lunchy stuff, hence their name so i came up with places i wanted to eat or places i wanted to go um which which i do i've been able to do recently like in my lifetime but also there are several other places i still want to go and eat and and experience something there and the last one was just some kind of stuff that i wanted to do like i guess now that we've got this podcast thing going just some kind of things i'd like us or me to accomplish you know, doing this. So right. that's kind of the three areas I kind of looked at. Gotcha. I, uh, I guess I, and this is just me, I mean, not just me, but this is the way I think is I got hung up on the semantics of what is a bucket list. 
and while I haven't seen the movie, I my understanding is the plot of it is that there's a couple of guys who have um, essentially been given just a very short amount of time to live, and so they're going to go before they die, go tackle a bunch of stuff on their bucket list, and and so I I sort of got hung up initially on like is a bucket list those things that like if I'm given six months to live, these are the things I'm going to go do, or is this the stuff that I just want to accomplish in my lifetime? Because I sort of saw them as two different things. I mean, I think if given six months to live, my priorities really change. Um, and a lot of things that are on my, like, stuff I'd love to accomplish in my lifetime, those things don't make it into a uh, final six months sort of thing. So, I don't know. I got I got hung up in sort of the morbid aspect of it. Uh, I don't know. I think that's the right way to approach it, though, because, I mean, it's, it's for me, it's one of... It's things that, uh, you know, where you're not worried about, oh, what it's going to cost or, uh, you know, the other implications that keep us from from taking on some of these things. It's, you know, I'm going to die. And so I don't really care about later than six months from now. Um, and so I'm going to go do this to have that experience and s- say that I've done it or know wh- what that was. So, yeah, I don't think it's like, you know, seeing your grandkids graduate from college or any of that kind of stuff. It It's in that short term time frame yeah well and even from a nerdy perspective though it's like i've got a few things on the list that i that i put on there because i felt like they fit sort of the things i'd like to do in my lifetime but given you know if i'm given like six months to live there are some things on this list that i you know i just can't even i can't even imagine i would bother with it just because it's you know at that point the priority of my life is not going to be a lot of this stuff so i guess just i wanted to kind of say that because i think um i think that I kind of feel like it needed to be said because it's important, you know, it's like this stuff, we love it, we love doing it, but I think there's an acknowledgement of it. It's not necessarily the, the important stuff in life when it gets right down to it. And that's a valid distinction. I didn't even think about, I mean, there's a very good two ways of thinking of the bucket list. And I, I kind of thought of it, yeah, like you guys said, the things you want to accomplish by the time you die, but like, which I guess the point of the movie was, and the other way to look at it was, if you have six months and I, I didn't look at my list that way, but that is another valid way to look at it. So, um, all right. So if, I mean, for the most part, we're probably all coming at it essentially from the, these are things we want to, it's essentially a glorified nerd to do's, but on a, uh, lifetime scale, uh, you know, more epic than epic scale, yeah, epic, more, more <laughs> than a, more than a bucket list, but we'll just call it nerdy lunchy bucket list. Cause that's what we've uh, said we're going to do. All right, so uh, Pax, why don't you start us off with uh, one of your uh, nerdy items? All right, the number one on my list, and it's been number one for a while, and I, uh, and then there's a thing of contention with it, so because there's a little bit of a story that goes with it. The first thing on my list is, is probably fairly obvious once I tell it to you. It's a visit to Skywalker Ranch, and I kind of told a little story on. Again, the uh, holiday special episode with my friend Jason, where we did actually visit the gates of it. But years before that, um, I was actually on assignment. This was in '98 in San Francisco, and my friend Michael, one of my cousin Michael, visited, and he had a friend that worked at LucasArts. And I met this guy. Like when my cousin came to visit, um, he brought this guy along, and we we were talking. And I asked him, I was like, "Can you get me a tour of Skywalker Ranch?" And he said, "Yeah, but I can." employees can go get tours but they can only do it during the week and I was six months out of college in this job and uh, as an IT consultant and I was out in 
San Francisco and I, it was really tough to take like days off because I, it's tough, it's hard to explain, but I, I was, I was out there release testing a software that I was working on. It was the new version that hadn't come out yet. And the, they do it every year. So the group before us was, took a, took a lot of advantage of the company by expenses and rental cars and stuff like that. So then they cracked down on us. So then we were locked down. So it was really hard to try to get days off. So when I tried to work it to actually get that tour, it, it never came about. I could never, and I, and I probably could have tried harder than I did. But the end game is that I never actually got a chance to get that. I did try to contact the guy again later, but he had left LucasArts by the time I contacted him a year or two later and and I was back in California, but so I never got to do it. So it's still on my list. It's still there. I still want to visit Skywalker Ranch and uh, have a tour of that place. So is there stuff to see there, or is it just a bunch of desks where people make special effects on computers and stuff? <laughs> like, do you know what's there? Yeah, I mean, they have the different houses. Like, I mean, obviously, the special effects and the sound stages are all separate houses on the property. Uh, the main house... Um, is is like an old you know Victorian like plantation kind of a house and you know it, it it's got some it's got some of the main offices and it's got like the library and I I don't know I, I know there's like a gift shop that you can only get stuff at Skywalker Ranch there I know there's like Java the Hut is uh, <laughs> a coffee shop somewhere on the property <laughs> and uh, so I mean that I mean it has that kind of stuff and I mean I'd love to see you know I'd like to get it Skywalker Sound is somewhere on the property of the sound stages and I'd like to go see those and I, I mean I'd even like a tour of the uh, Lucasfilm and LucasArts have offices on the Presidio now which they didn't when I was in San Francisco and I'd like to see that office because that, that's supposed to be pretty nice too so there is, there is a lot to see and, and I mean even if I just saw the main house I mean it would just be kind of cool to kind of stroll around around and take a look at you know they have props and stuff like uh, like on display and stuff like that so I, I just think it would be kind of neat to just go and say i've been to skywalker ranch have you ever seen the uh, conan o'brien sketch where he visited skywalker ranch i did yeah i did see that it was it was amazing i loved that so i mean i've seen that and i and i know that fanboys the movie isn't uh isn't really like they're not really at skywalker ranch but i think they were i think they did research and stuff to to like investigate like kind of like what it was like and there's some like some similarities between what's in fanboys and what's real yeah yeah and i have an old uh i have an old architecture magazine that did a story on lucas building it um and so it has some of the buildings on there but i mean he's added to it even since then i mean that was back in the early 80s that magazine was so i mean but yeah i mean you're right they did a lot of research so but i just think it would be cool to go there so i'm that's number one on my list i would love to do before i die (laughs) all right a worthy choice. We got to find Gene Roddenberry's house, CT, and go there. <laughs> go out, sit on his lawn. You know, I, I probably would think it's not anywhere close to being the same. Oh. <laughs> it's too bad. Sorry. Well, what? Uh, maybe that's your number one, though. Sorry, I don't want to try to get this. <laughs> no, what's it, your it, number it one choice? Or what's your first one you're going to bring up, Jeej? So I'm going to go for something that I couldn't make happen even in a bucketless scenario where I'm going to cash in the 401k or whatever. But uh, the, the thing that I wanted to be growing up as a wee lad was an astronaut. And for me, the space shuttle challenger thing put a, a, dampen, a dampening on uh, my desire to be an astronaut. Um, and basically I gave up on that dream at that point. But uh, if I had the money and didn't care 
um, about the consequences. I would like to fly into outer space. I would want to drop 30 million or whatever it costs to get on one of the Russian rockets and head up to the space station. I think that would be like the ultimate experience. And quite nerdy. It's interesting. Uh, we had uh, a few episodes back, we had Aaron on, and I was actually talking to him about this topic, and he suggested to me, uh, oh, you could say, go into space. And I was like, no, we can't, we can't do things like that. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, there you go. You do think. No, I think that's uh, that's a great item to put on there. I just I don't think I would have that. I hate going on roller coasters, so I don't think I would have. I, I think I don't think I could go. I don't think I could do it. Well, this is one like if I didn't have the the imminent death hanging over me uh, that would sort of spur the bucket list into action, I would think twice about it, like climbing onto a rocket and the the risk of that. But if I'm going to die in six months anyway, um, I would go for it for sure. Like Tommy Lee Jones and Space Cowboys. Exactly. Or Lance Bass. <laughs> Did he go? Or was it just no, a, no. an idea? He just, I think he just paid it. Paid his down payment. That was it. Mm. That is. Well, a if I get another thirty million, choice. I'll take Lance Bass with me. <laughs> That's nice of you. You could both be space cowboys. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's watch how we throw that terminology around. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that if you go into space, Jeej, and I, and I hope, I, I guess I hope it doesn't happen because it sounds like it's only going to happen if something uh, something bad happened to you already. I hope that you're in a position to where you can save the world <laughs> and you can die a hero. <laughs> Cause, that is cause the way to go die. out. You're going to die regardless. I, uh, yeah, exactly. I hope that you can die a hero. That's got to be like the nicest thing I could say, right? It is. That is a great. I appreciate the sentiment. Thank you, CT. You're welcome. Um, I'm going to start off with something that maybe doesn't seem as lofty as, uh, as either one of those things. Um, I am going to start with uh, another action figure thing because uh, I, you know, it's been a nerd to do of mine. But uh, but this is not uh, that. It's not my nerd to do that I've been mentioning for like the last five weeks. But it's uh, I. There was a back in the mid '80s. There was a action figure line based on the DC Comics characters, and it was the Superpowers action figure line. And I still have all of my action figures from that um, from from my childhood. Uh, and there was a couple that broke, and I lost some stuff, and I've over time been able to um, to uh, fix those things or, fi- or find new ones and replace those things. But there are actually still four characters that I lack. Um, they're all from the third se- third uh, series of figures. Um, I don't have a. Uh, he was called Shazam on the card, but I we all know it's Captain Marvel. <laughs> um, I don't have a samurai. A Mr. Miracle or a Tire. Um, the one I would want the most is the Shazam Captain Marvel action figure. Um, I had an opportunity, I remember, um, to buy him once, and I passed on him for some... Uh, I was given a choice by my parents to buy two, only two of three figures that were in the store, um, and I, for whatever reason, stupidly passed on him when he was the one I really wanted. Um, so that's sort of one of those things I'd love to, I'd love to fix one day. Hmm. Not not samurai, huh? I never found samurai. There was that third that third wave was always difficult to find, and so there were um, there there were only two that I got in the store, and then the other four I have from that wave were ones that uh, I got for Christmas that were bought out of the Sears catalog or something by my grandparents. 
and then the others I never saw. <clears throat> so will you accept uh, a loose figure to complete your bucket list, or does it have to be in package? Oh, they can all they can they all be loose because they they're all loose now. And this is actually why I want the Hall of Justice uh, action figures that I or the Hall of Justice pieces that are with the Young Justice action figures is because uh, it's I think it makes an excellent backdrop for these superpowers action figures. That it does. Very nice. Good scale and everything. So. So three, uh, three more pieces of the Hall of Justice, and then four more superpowers, and that's done. Knock that off the bucket list. But would you invite Lance Bass over to, to play <laughs> with your action figures? I don't even know who Lance Bass is. Oh. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> we all know who Lance Bass is. <laughs> uh, CT only listened to 98 Degrees, so he doesn't know who Lance Bass is. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I only listen to podcasts. From the Atomic Geeks Podcasting Podcast Network. Network. Exactly. <laughs> I listen to the Atomic Geeks, Nerd Lunch, and Classic Film Jerks. And soon to come, Pillar Jerks. And Pillar Jerks. <laughs> and Rusty the Bailiff's podcast whenever we get that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Rusty. Oh, man. It's going to be uh, the best network ever. <laughs> Look out, frog pants. We're coming for you. Now I'm kind of glad Downs doesn't listen to our show. <laughs> really? All right, Pax, back to you. Yes. Um, I'll do one from one of my other categories now. Um, I was looking at one of my... Uh, I'll go to places to eat. Um, I've been wanting to eat at this place for a while. I have... I work with a guy that lives in Arizona and he told me about this spot and we've talked about it on the show. I think we mm, talked about it with mm, Nick mm-hmm. and uh, I've wanted to eat there for a while and I still want to eat there is the Heart Attack Grill. And I know they opened one in Vegas, but I think I want to go to the original in Arizona. And I think even recently it was in the news because a guy had a heart attack <laughs> at the restaurant. So, That's right. It's so SPR Exactly. It only makes me want to go more. So. <laughs> That's exactly so. what I thought. I, when I saw that news story, I was like, man, they're right. <laughs> yeah. They couldn't have named that place better. So that that is the number one place that I want to eat. Right now. And, and it has been for years. And it, after that news story, it's like even more so. I, I've got to go now. Uh, it's just, funny you bring it up because it's at the fringe uh, of my list as well. It was number four of the ideas I came up with there. I, since learning about this, like I got to go one time at least. <laughs> yeah. Well, it may come as no surprise to you, but it is also on my list. Oh, oh trifecta. <laughs> it's, yes. I figured you guys may, may circle that one as well. Um, I think Nick wound up even going. Nick, who was on our uh, third episode, I think that he did a blog post about it. He did. And uh, it oh, yeah. looked amazing. It it was everything that we thought it would be, <laughs> <laughs> and, and based on his blog post. Do you do you remember my uh, my restaurant idea, Jeej? I think I told you about years ago called Death's Door. <sighs> Only vaguely, but tell the story for uh, the listeners. I mean, it was essentially. Let me let me, let me, just, let me just say I like the name so far. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was essentially what Heart Attack Grill is. It's like I mean, there's no reason for me to ever start my restaurant now because I think Heart Attack Grill's got it. But I just. I had the idea of this like place that was served the greasiest, unhealthiest, largest portions, no diet drinks, sugariest desserts, et cetera, et cetera. And the restaurant's name was going to be Death's Door. So, that, like, I'm going to go walk into Death's Door and <laughs> tempt fate. <laughs> I like it. 
Don't give up on that dream, man. There's only a couple heart attack grill locations. We may need to do some East Coast uh, action. I'll put that on my bucket list. There you go. Start a restaurant. Kill many patrons. (laughs) Heart attack needs some competition. Not necessarily in that order. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jeej, what's your second item you want to bring to the table? So I had an eating one too, sort of a more ambitious. I've got some mundane things on here that will be laughable if we get to them. But uh, one of my uh, lunchy uh, aspirations that I have is to eat my way through New Orleans for like a long weekend. Um, Never been to the city. Don't have a ton of interest to go for tourism or history reasons. Do want to go and eat at Commander's Palace and Galatoire's and get some beignets at cafe du monde like i would just love to go for three days with you know a thousand dollars to eat with and just burn through it all you and Um, rachel ray just taking on the town i'm not going i'm not going anywhere with rachel ray but uh um, if i gotta go by myself uh, to make it happen that that'd be okay That, that is a that's an honorable quest i uh i had an eat i had like a I just put an eating tour of some city and I hadn't circled, like I hadn't like figured out which one it would be. I've, I've been to New York and I've had some of their food, but I could very easily go back to New York several times and never duplicate restaurants I go to. Um, and just like, like you're saying, like just one weekend go and blow, blow money on, uh, all kinds of food. I remember though that the, the one that I had in mind though was Vegas actually. And I have no real desire to go to Vegas except for the fact that there's like these buffets and stuff apparently where they they're really cheap because they're just trying to get you in to go gambling and stuff but i i have no gambling desire so i'll just go in for the cheap buffets and stuff yeah you know that's (laughs) true but it's like a lot of the buffets now are they aren't as cheap as you think and the ones you you have to go the ones that are cheap are in the places you don't want to go in the first place so that used to be that way. Now it's like all the big places. I mean, every place has a buffet now, but most of them now they're they're as much as a regular meal would be anyway. But you do get some like amazing food. I mean, we went to one at Treasure Island that was I think it was called Dishes, and I mean, it, I mean, literally like food from around the world, and it's amazing. But I mean, it's it is expensive. It's not like you're going in like get seven dollar buffet and you're eating until you puke. Yeah. You know? uh, well, never mind. I'll I'll stick with New York or something. Vegas is a good place to eat, though. I've been there on, especially on business when someone else is buying. But, uh, I mean, because, you know, all the celebrity chefs have their restaurants there. And, I mean, just good food is everywhere. So it's not a bad eating town. But like Pax was saying, it's not how it used to be where you could drop five bucks and get king crab legs or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, economy hits us again. Yeah. But, you know, your New York suggestion is a good one, CT. And I debated that, too, because I'd love to go to, like, Carnegie Deli and and go have your Stanley Cup sandwich and some of these other things that I've always heard about uh, in New York. And, again, New York, I don't have a whole lot of desire to go to for any other reason uh, other than uh, eating my way through the city. Yeah, and... and I'm just saying, I mean, I was on assignment there for a while, too, so I was able to stay there for a while. I never got to go to the Carnegie Deli, but, I mean, there is a ton of good places to eat, and it's great to visit and, you know, go there for a short trip and see Times Square and see some of the big stuff. And, but, uh, but yeah, there, I mean, like, 
there is a t- there's a place I found in Times Square called uh, Manhattan Chili Company that's fantastic and has different types of chili from like all around the world. And you can get like Greek chili and stuff like that. I mean, so it's like little things like that that's just you find like out of nowhere in the middle of New York. Yeah, there's I mean, there's a ton of like just hole in the wall stuff too. Like the like the Stanley Cup uh, sandwich we mentioned before, back on uh, I think it was twenty three. We, um, it was just like a little like place. I can't even believe I found it. Uh, just little, like you had to go downstairs and I think the signs are better now, but, but at the time they weren't that great. And, uh, it's just very cramped, very small and awesome food. Uh, the other thought I had too, is, uh, I've never actually been out of the country and there's probably plenty of awesome places to go like in Italy or France or whatever. Um, so I was going to put on my bucket list, to um, pick something like Italy, I mean, I've heard a lot of great things about food in Italy, and and do a, you know, go go to Italy and get, uh, you know, tour the tour the country and stuff too, you know, do the touristy stuff, but but do some good hassan over there. Yeah, I had a similar thing to you, CT. Like um, for mine was like London is one I've always wanted to go to and kind of eat my way through London and maybe visit some of the. Like King's Cross Station and stuff like that, but Italy is also on our list to kind of eat our eat our way through, like Rome and Venice, and and just I mean, that would, some of those European places would be awesome to just kind of host your way through. Yeah, Put, putting the best face forward of America. <laughs> exactly. Yes, I'll have eight plates of pasta. Thank you. <laughs> it's what we do best, <laughs> pretty much. Playing into that American stereotype. <laughs> well, you know, they start somewhere, <laughs> like the Nerd Lunch podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Italian listeners. <laughs> do we have Italian listeners? I don't know. Do we? I'm sure we do. Can't remember. Are you looking it up now? We do we want to hear from you? <laughs> Leave <laughs> us a review on iTunes, Italy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pax. Let's go back to you. Give us another. Let's save our uh, the podcast themed ones till the end and do another like just nerdy one, I guess. Okay. Um, the next nerdy one on my list, and this is another one I've had for a while, is to do the do Billy the Kid's Trail in New Mexico. Um, it involves uh, Lincoln, New Mexico, and Fort Sumner, and it has his uh, where he was trapped in the courthouse and fought his way out and his uh, supposed burial place and um, where he was born and worked um, and it, it's like a two or three day uh, little walking tour and uh, it's something I've always wanted to do because I'm a big uh, aficionado of Billy the Kid and uh, it's just some and my wife is from New Mexico so at some point I, I see that as doable where I, we can just take a day away and just kind of go do this thing and uh get that done and i think down in there is also kind of close to roswell so i can kind of kind of slip roswell in as well sweet is do you know is there like a bunch of stuff in roswell like uh like hey we're roswell we got the alien stuff and <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah like kitschy yeah. uh gift shop stuff and all that yeah like the ufo museum yeah and stuff yeah like that. i i should put roswell on my list too that's i didn't even thought of that it's a great idea yeah well, another cool thing in new mexico um, that I've always wanted to do is you one day a year you can go out to the Trinity site where they detonated the first atomic bomb. Oh yeah, and you can drive out there and see the you know the fifty square miles of the desert that's been turned into glass by this <laughs> a bomb and sort of walk around the site and things like that. I think that would be cool to do too. 
Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Was that your third one, Jeeves, or do you have another one? No, uh, so I've got one that is, like Pax's, is more doable. This is something I could probably put together whenever I actually got up the initiative, but that is to uh, attend Gen Con, the big gaming convention, uh, down in Indianapolis um, because our buddies, the Dave, and my cousin Peej, and a few others um, have been going to that every year, and I just haven't been able to attend with them. Um, and I've got mixed feelings because, you know, I don't game nearly like we used to CT 10, 10 or 12 years ago. Um, but with the opportunity, especially to go with those guys, I feel like it's something I, I should do here. So, like, explain Gen Con. Like, what type of gaming is it? I mean, we're talking, like, broad general video gaming. Are we talking role-playing gaming? It's more role-playing games. So it's your classic, you know, D&D, although D&D's, you know, minimized from what it what it used to be but there's a ton of magic the gathering um battle tech some of the uh war games like the retroist brought up when he was on just any any type of either collectible card gaming or tabletop gaming you can think of there's some session going on at this place well i think some of the like the kind of specialty board games are there too like i think nicole who was on our fourth episode i think she talked about that that's right Yeah, so, you know, your Settlers of Catan and some of these, you know, European strategy games, people will play those and just, it runs the gamut. Suddenly this is turning into a Clips episode. (laughs) (laughs) I remember back on episode four. You wanted to do a Clips episode. (laughs) So we have such a varied and rich history that's hard not to go back to. (laughs) 31 episodes, man. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, I, I, well, I think when... um, when I was still living in Illinois, we talked about going. Maybe that last summer we were there, I was there, or maybe the summer before that, and it just never, it never worked out for for me to go. I yeah, um, and that's what it's been for me too. It's either timing or uh, I don't really have a couple hundred bucks to go away and spend the weekend or what have you. But uh, I I had to pull this thing together before, you know, the buddies stopped going or Gen Con stops being held or who knows what else could happen. I, you know, yeah, I had, um, I've, so I've been to a bunch of Wizard Worlds and Chicago conventions. I've uh, been to a Star Trek convention once, mostly comic conventions and stuff like that before. And uh, I I had thought about putting on my list uh, going to San Diego Comic-Con, and I, I went ahead and wrote it down, but it's not really one of my items. Because that's sort of like that big, you know, like if if you're a nerd or geek or whatever, that's the that's the big one to go to. But I just don't. I don't think I have it in me to really even want to go anymore. I mean, all the like, all the news and stuff. I mean, are so like so many of the celebrities you'd want to meet. They're so sequestered off now. So that's not really as as uh, as easy. They don't. There's not as much easy access to them as there once was. And uh, all the big news that you would get out of going to a convention like that, I can I can get at home. Because there's so you know some blogger or whatever is live blogging that stuff, so there's not really any, any advantage to to going necessarily. I mean, I wouldn't mind going again for like maybe picking up some deals, but like right now, uh, the financial situation isn't such that I can just go blow a bunch of money on on stuff at a convention. So you're you're right, and and that's a valid point. And I was wondering if San Diego Comic Con was going to come up with the three of us because I, I know it circled my list for a while but I'm, I feel the same way as UCT I mean A I mean you gotta front a lot of money to even get there and B I used to do a lot of like comic conventions and 
uh, like I did Dragon Con for four or five years and uh, in Atlanta and I did the first two Star Wars celebrations. So, I mean, I've done stuff like that before and this one just is so much bigger and just, like you said, they sequest, everything's walled off. You know, you got the actors over here, you got like vendors over here, you got this over there and then all the other stuff going on. I mean, there'd be some cool stuff to see, but it also would kind of be almost like too much noise, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and, yeah. and like you said, a lot of the stuff you wind up seeing live blogged everywhere else. I mean, the only thing I think, honestly, that I would probably miss would be some of the panels would be fun, but I, it sounds like it's a nightmare to get in there. And right, some yeah, it of sounds the, like uh, it's like waiting yeah. in line at at Great America or Disney World or well, yeah, something. I don't feel like paying yeah. fifty, sixty bucks to get into the thing and then just wait in line all day. So I would, I would probably skip the panels altogether at that point, unless unless there was one that was like less popular. I mean, usually there's usually there's like all the big ones, and then there's like something that's not as big of a deal, but. But I would probably skip that, hit the dealer room, go to like the artist alley or something, and uh, you know. And then, do I need to go to San Diego for that? Probably, probably not. I could probably hit the Orlando one or or a Dragon Con or something in Atlanta, and get get what I would want out of it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think the thing for me, the the thing that would change my tune about going to a convention at all is the the buddy factor like if it were the three of us were going to meet up at a convention and that's what we were going to do i'm in but at this point um like just if i'm just going to go on my own i don't i don't really feel like i have that much of a desire to do it i mean i will say that the atomic geeks are talking about going to the new york comic con in october and uh i'm already starting to think boy it'd be nice if i could figure out a way to swing that and do uh hit the uh, eating tour and uh, <laughs> and meet up with those guys because I actually will say that on my bucket list is um, meeting the Atomic Geeks in person. That's something that uh, I've never done, and we've had this like two and a half year uh, Twitter, social media, podcast uh, re- relationship, and I've never met any of them in person, and I would I would love to I would love to meet them in person. And silence. I don't. I, I don't have any desire to meet any. No. <laughs> Who are the Atomic Geeks? <laughs> Is Dury gonna be there? <laughs> I don't know if Dury's gonna be there. Ah. I don't Jesus. know if he'll, if he'll be there wearing cut-off jean shorts or not. No idea. Well, you let me know what you find out about that, and then I'll give you my answer. Yeah, that that was on my list too, CT, about meeting the geeks. That would be a lot of fun, and especially, eventually, hopefully, we can wrangle you know the the mega cast with all of us. And I mean, it would be awesome if we could all get together and do like a mega live cast or something like that. Yeah, that was on my list as well as a, a live gathering of the entire Atomic Geeks network, whatever that is at that point. That would be awesome. I agree. I don't know if the universe can handle it. Although we've got more local challenges because uh, the listeners may not know. I have never met Pax in person and vice versa. And so, yeah, and that is true. And we, we do need to work that because that's another one on my list. I kind of put a grouped all those together. Like a meet the meet the geeks, have the three of us meet and do maybe like a live cast or uh, something. Pax, I don't think all you understand. Those. I never want to see Jesus' face again. <laughs> Uh, oh uh, yeah, I understood that. Okay. I didn't know. I didn't know we were airing that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we're trying to uh, create the illusion here. Right, for right. The, for the fans. I forgot. You're right. Yeah. Great idea. The fans didn't, yeah, the fans <laughs> didn't know. CT and I hate G. 
I think it's come through loud and clear by this point. <laughs> yeah. The secret's you can't, out. You can't help but be overtaken by your jealousy, gentlemen. It's, <laughs> it's understandable. This is true. And I'm ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, boy, where are we at? Let's go back to uh, let's go back to an eating one. Let's do another eating one. If we got an, if we got one packs, eating? yes, Hot, yeah, I got another one. Okay, um, and this one is pretty um, pretty simple. Two words: eat poutine. Is my <laughs> oh. <bucket> list. <laughs> I don't care where, I don't care how. At some point, I will eat poutine before I die. Great choice. That's another a- callback as well. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Well, to which episode? I think it's kind of like it's come up a couple of times. <laughs> which episode haven't we talked about poutine? That's probably yeah, a shorter probably list. Probably all the ones where we didn't talk about holiday special. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, yeah. I think if you're going to put it on the bucket list, though, you got to go to Quebec and do it. You can't just eat it anywhere. you got to be like in some greasy spoon outside of Montreal eating yeah, it there. I, I, I agree with you. Maybe it can be done like if we do like an Atomic Geeks like travel up to Canada and I could eat it there while we're doing the mega cast. With oh people. my. I don't oh, Wow. I blew my own mind. <laughs> Excellent choice. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Jeeves. Like, I feel like, I mean, I feel like what is, it shouldn't be that hard to just make it, but I don't want to just make it. I want to, no, like, no, I want to no, get no. the actual authentic poutine. Exactly. Yes. All right. Jeeves. Something so I've left. got, I've got yeah I've got one left. Um, I got a couple left actually, but uh, this is one that I should be able to make happen pretty easily too. And it's just been uh, that uh, taking the financial hit to want to do it. But I want to go to like one of these premier steakhouses and buy like a fifty dollar porterhouse <laughs> steak and eat it without feeling guilty. <laughs> um, you know, and if I was around Chicago here still, I would go to Gibson's, which is one of the very famous uh, old school steakhouses you know that frank sinatra and babe ruth and people like that have eaten at um but uh even just a chain like Ruth's chris like to you know drop a hundred bucks on a lunch at Ruth's chris um you know i want to do that just once and see what a 50 dollars steak tastes like excellent choice excellent choice i i have eaten at a couple of those and they are back when i was it consulting and uh you get to ride along with a lot of the upper crust guys so mm-hmm. It is It is everything you want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> I, that makes me want this even more. Um, well, so probably my last, I mean, I had a couple small stupid ones, but my last big uh, lunchy item is to participate in one of the eating challenges that exist. For example, oh. we, have, we have in town... Uh-huh a place called Piggy's Barbecue and they have the six pound porkzilla sandwich that if you like spend 30, 40 bucks or something and buy it and then you successfully eat it in a time frame which is like an impossible time frame you know you get it for free and you get your picture and all that stuff Um, I don't necessarily think I could ever win one now I think if I could pluck the 20 year old version of myself out of time that guy could do it or that guy could put a hurting on it uh, I could not, but I would still love to, uh, especially, especially on the bucket list side of things. Like if I was given six months to live, man, what a guy who has nothing left to lose <laughs> going yeah. into one of those eating challenges, bring Amazing. it on. And Good then job. it's like, I could, I could, you know, I could pass on knowing 
that my uh, my Polaroid picture is hanging on the wall. <laughs> a wall of shame. In a piggy's barbecue or something. That's the legacy I leave behind. <laughs> that in this proud podcast. legacy that is. That in this podcast. That's a great call. And we had talked about doing that uh, before you moved to Florida. And we probably ought to resurrect that idea. The next time we get together, we ought to just make the effort and do one of those fully knowing that we're going to fail at this point. But yeah, because I mean, they're all over the place. I mean, I, yeah. some of them are kind of hidden or, you know, you don't, they're not really well advertised because they're always these like little places. They're not like you're not going to go to uh, Applebee's and <laughs> get, get the eating challenge. Yeah, I'd like the eating challenge. I'd like to eat all your- Although you can make your own up like with uh you know, shrimp fest or whatever at Red Lobster. Right. <laughs> you just go in and decide you're going to eat 200 shrimp. I want three awesome blossoms. So. Yeah, I, I'm in agreement with you guys. I'm a big fan of that Man versus Food, which does all those challengers. And I'd love to try one at some point. Some of those is just like, there's no way I can finish that. But then some of them, it's like, I would at least like to try. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's go back to a couple of nerdy things. Um... Uh, I don't know where you guys are at on your lists, but we can do, you know, if you've got some bigger ones, we can, we can do that. Maybe try and do like a lightning round afterwards of some of the littler ones. Does that sound good? Yeah, sure. All right, so Pax, let's go uh, back to you for a nerdy item. Um, one that I have, which is fairly recent within the last couple of years, I'd like to go to, there's an old school arcade called Ground Control. I believe it's in Seattle. Um, I'd like to go there and spend like three days and not not shower or anything and just play <laughs> old school games for three days straight. And so this is like Missile Command and Asteroids yeah, and all the Donkey old school Kong. stuff. Yeah, all the old, like it's like an old, like I think it's patterned after an arcade from like 83 or 84. Wow. And, and it's it runs... And I think you pay at the door. You pay like a cover at the door and all the games are free. Oh, man. So that's why I was like, I mean, you just go and pay the cover at the door and just not leave. <laughs> just go. So that's Max what I was sleeping on the tabletop version of Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it would be amazing. Have you guys seen on uh, the Atomic Geeks forum that Kev N uh, has like in his basement, like, 30 of these games and a bunch of old pinball machines and stuff like that. He's posted pictures. It's amazing. I have not seen just that. Meet up with Kevin and go to his basement. That's the same thing. Yeah. That's true. And we talked about that. Just do another callback in our uh, <laughs> in our uh, nerd decorating episode. I think both Pats yeah. and I had arcade machines. And I certainly would love to have more than one if I had, had the money and the resources to make sure I could get the thing fixed and whatever. You know, I'd love to have a few of those in the basement. Yeah, and yeah, that would be awesome to run my own. Like, have like thirty of them in my basement, and just the ability to keep them going. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I'd definitely rather have that than like you know, my parents have like a pool table in their basement or whatever. I'd much rather have some old arcade cabinets than a, a dartboard or pool table or what have you. Or foosball. Or Ugh. foosball. 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 Air yeah. hockey, I might might give me pause. I exactly. might want exactly air hockey. I can I can be on board for that, but not foosball. Yeah, just a couple ski ball machines. Oh, ski ball! Yes. How many uh, how many listeners do you think we lost for the foosball comment? <laughs> <laughs> We're big in the foosball community. Until today. A bit. That's right. All right, uh, Jeege. Uh So this one's kind of a holdover from my younger days, but I never got to live this dream, so I, I want to do it. But 
I would love to attend a WrestleMania in person in the front row. And, you know, I'm not anywhere near into wrestling as I used to be growing up. And heck, in five years from now, I might not even know who's in the main event of the thing. But just to say that I've gone and kind of experienced the entire spectacle uh, would be great. What's wrestling again? (laughs) Yeah. Where two combatants enter the ring, all oily and in spandex. Oh, it's like that thing in Spider-Man, the Spider-Man movie, right? Exactly. Like <laughs> exactly. In the like okay. bone saw. Bone saw is ready. <laughs> or it was uh, that uh, lovely Dirk Benedict movie, Body Slam, all about wrestling. So that's also an acceptable answer. Yes. <laughs> what, what? I mean, do you have any sense of what the wrestling events are like? Because I think you've mentioned you've gone to some wrestling events, but never an actual WrestleMania, right? I've never been to WrestleMania. I have been to all kinds of indie events, uh, which are, you know, the ones in front of 50 people in a high school gymnasium. But then I've also (laughs) been to um, several WWF, WWE, what they call house shows, which are things that are not on TV. But I have been to WCW Nitro when that was on the air. I was, I think I've been to all the WCW television shows from the late 90s. Um, And I have been to one uh, pay-per-view event that was a WCW event as well. So, you know, WrestleMania would be akin to that, except it's the the granddaddy of them all, really. And you, but you've never been on the front row, so that's a, there's a difference between that? Yeah, like, that would be the thing that makes it for me. I think the best seats I've ever had uh, were uh, the WCW pay-per-view that I went to. Um, I had fourth row seats for that, and that was great. I mean, I had Macho Man Randy Savage pretty much at my feet getting beat up by Diamond Dallas Page. Um, but sort of front row would be even better. Yeah, yeah. Good call. All right. Um, so I'll say one more uh, on my list, and that is um, I would like – I've been to this place before, but I've never been to their festival they have, and that is I'd like to go to one of the Superman festivals in Metropolis, Illinois. And uh, they usually, like, bring in um, – like they'll bring in actors, so like they'll bring in like the Smallville actors or Dean Cain or you know like Lois and Clark people, or um, sometimes like even somebody from the movie. Um, I think like the Jim, the movie Jimmy Olsen comes in a lot, and uh, they'll have comic book artists and writers come in for it, and so it's a big Superman centric convention esque sort of thing. Um, and then I I've been to Metropolis before. They've got the Superman Museum and a bunch of other stuff, but I'd love to go again and see like what's changed in the last 14 years since I've been and uh, so that's that's uh, that's one of my to do's who would you want to be there so you could pluck any uh, Superman character do you want Dean Cain to be in southern Illinois waiting for you <laughs> <laughs> um I don't that's know. I don't, that's a good question. I haven't really thought. I haven't really haven't even thought about it. I think. I think I was thinking more of just the experience. Like I wouldn't even really care who was there. Like it could be Gil Gerard, and I wouldn't care. Uh, <laughs> not that he's going to be there. But, uh, he probably would. He probably not, would be would. there. Yeah. <laughs> um. I guess yeah. The Lois and Clark cast. I mean, I don't know if Terry Hatcher does this stuff anymore. But like, if it's Dean Kane, Terry Hatcher. I. I did like. I did like that show, for the first couple seasons. Um. It won't be Tom Welling. He's in Gigi's basement. Right. <laughs> Another I might let him out to come meet you if you uh, let me, give me advance warning. It certainly wouldn't be Kristen Crook. I wouldn't want her there, that's for sure. That's, that's fine. She can come to my house and listen to Remy Zero. Uh, 
<laughs> oh, you guys are playing Remy Zero. Well, I'll go to your house instead. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think, I too, that I would also like certain comic book writers and artists to be there. Although I've met, I've met some of my favorites, so I don't, I really don't know who who I want there to be there. I don't man, know. I have no nuclear, answer. Nu- Mark Pillow, the guy that played Nuclear Man. I want him to. Be there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robert Vaughn. I want him to be there. Yeah, is Richard Pryor still alive? Oh my lord! No, no. <laughs> sadly, is not. I didn't think so. All right. What about the chick that got turned into a robot? Is oh, she still alive? I don't know. She, <laughs> oh yeah. She probably lives yeah. in Metropolis now. Miss <laughs> uh, Miss Tess, Tessmacher still alive? I don't know. She probably lives at uh, one thirty-two Lois Lane. As we play the Superman Dead or Alive game here on the show, we should make that a regular feature. (laughs) Excellent. All right. um, So I have also a few like stupid little things on here that I. So do I. What a coincidence. So I figure what we might do is a quick lightning round of some of the stupid things. so, without getting too into depth, let's just go around and let's see how many we can get through. Pax? Um, all or just one, and then we'll go around. Let's just do one, and we'll keep going until we get tired of it. Okay. Uh, one dumb one is uh, I really want to go to Liberal, Kansas, which is the unofficial home of Dorothy Gale from uh, Wizard of Oz. They kind of adopted themselves as the Kansas home of Dorothy from the book. Okay. Gee. I want to watch all three extended editions of the Lord of the Rings movies on Blu-ray in a single day. I, I have a similar one. I have, I have, I've never ever watched them all on Blu-ray in a single day, but I have watched them all on DVD in a single day. But now my next challenge is I want to watch all of the special features, including all like three or four commentaries. Wow. wow. I like all 60 hours of it. I want to do that. So that's my uh, lightning round. Pax. Wow. Um, I don't have a time frame to do it in, but I want to watch the entire Bionic franchise of stuff. Uh, Bionic Man, Bionic Woman, all the TV movies, and the new one. The, well, the 2007 Bionic Woman. Okay. Good one. Jeej. I want to finish uh, the PC game Syndicate Wars. I One of these things where I made it to the last level like every time I ever played and could never beat the damn thing. And so it's my white whale and I will have it at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I want to um, watch the, an entire season, preferably season one of 24 in one 24 hour period. Oh, good wow! One. Good one. Facts. Um, mentioned this in my intro. I want to go to the Kool Aid Museum in Hastings, Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome one. I, they mentioned it earlier. <laughs> is there is there uh, an exhibit where he's busting through the wall or something? There's got to yes, be, right? Yes, there oh. is. Of course, there is. Life size Kool Aid Man busting through the wall. Oh. Heck, I want to go there now. Yes. Jeej. So this one kind of bleeds between a little stupid thing uh, and the podcast thing, but uh, I would love to meet up with Nick from Dude Foods to do some Hassan, and it's a stupid little thing because he only lives like an hour away from me, so it's it's very feasible, and we could we could pull that off, but I'd love to go out and eat with Nick. should make that happen and record I it. I should. I'm, I should try harder. <laughs> 
<laughs> just don't do enough. I know. I'm, I'm not Avis. I don't try harder. <laughs> um, I want to uh, someday finally write my Save by the Bell and A-Team fan fiction stories I have in my head. Uh, we all want that. That's all on, on all of our bucket lists. That you all write it or that I write it? No, that you write oh, it so I can read it. Yeah. <laughs> You, oh, you're gonna want to. You're gonna want to read this stuff. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anybody? Any have anything else? I think I'm out of. I think I'm out of stuff other than the podcast stuff. I'd like to go to um, the uh, Hamburger University, um, McDonald's Hamburger University, and take like a class or do something because I just think it sounds awesome, especially the R and D lab that they have there, and see the stuff that they want to put out but they haven't yet. That didn't make my list, but uh, it's something that I contemplate doing because it's only about, I don't know, 40 minutes from here. And But I get conflicting information about whether the restaurant actually has test menu items on the menu mm-hmm. or not. Uh, um, so I'd hate to drive down there and then find out it's the same thing as the McDonald's that's five minutes from my house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is but if they had test menu stuff, I would love to go down there and just order one of everything. Yeah. Yeah, you, sh- you need to find out, and that's what you need to get Nick down for. That would be a good call. I'm not sure how to find out. I'm going to have to probably have to like call them and ask or something weird because like I, you hear different stuff depending on what you read online. Yeah. Yeah, online is very sketchy about that area. <laughs> they don't want you to know it's secret. They don't exactly. All right. Jesus, do you have any other stupid things? I do not. I have a few podcasting things left, and that's it. All right. Well, let's move on to that. So, so this uh, category was I, – basically, I, I posed this to the, to the nerds. I said – as with everything, the podcast itself is finite. I mean, we may do this for 20, 30, 40 years. Um, we're, we'll get to a point where we'll have to change our intro because we won't be guys in our 30s anymore, but uh, we're going to have to. Uh, but we, I, still, I still love doing it and uh, hope it goes on for a long time. But what are some things we want to do? What, what are on our podcast bucket list, so to speak? And we've already alluded to some of these things. Like, like one of them that we've said was have a live recording with all three of us together in one um, one location. Uh, meet up with the geeks and do some sort of mega recording. Uh, but Pax, what what do you have any other ideas for the podcast bucket list? Yeah, um, and you you kind of alluded to it. I mean, one I would like. And I know it's finite, but I, I said I, I want to reach 100 episodes. Um, I'm looking forward to when we actually get to the triple digits. Uh, I don't know why. It's just kind of a mental barrier, I guess, or a mental my- milestone that we're going to get to. But I just, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, because I figure by that point we can actually know what we're doing. Yeah. And well, we can, you can only hope. Really. <laughs> oh, aren't you guys optimistic? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I, I hope we go even beyond that but yeah that's definitely 100 episodes is a huge milestone and i'm looking forward to that for sure so agreed uh hopefully jeej makes it i don't know you know way we're talking recently <laughs> i could just take the next 70 off and you could bring me back for number 100 <laughs> <laughs> all right jeej what uh what do you want to contribute to the podcast bucket list so i had actually thought even bigger in terms of our uh the atomic geeks network stuff i mean sort of more feasible would be like what we had already talked about. Maybe we meet up at a convention or something like that. And, uh, but I, I really like what, uh, the frog pants studios, uh, does with nerdtacular where they, they've got such a following that, you know, they have like this little mini convention that 
all the Frog Pants Studio fans come and flock to, and that would be an awesome achievement for the Atomic Geeks. I know we only need about, I don't know, 100,000 more fans or something like that <laughs> uh, of the network to achieve that kind of thing, but, uh, you know, dream big. Why not? Good one. A tag convention. That's great. Yeah. I mean, there's already, there already was, what, like the Nerd Lunch Con? You did that, right? The Nerd Lunch Comic Con, <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. a great success. That uh, was amazing. I love that. Something to build on. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure my wife would be up for this idea based on, <laughs> exactly. based on her experience at the Nerd Lunch Comic Con. <laughs> uh, I had... I don't know how this would exactly go, but I uh, I love I love doing the Nerd Lunch Comic Con video. I love doing the Nerd Lunch uh, the web series. I've loved the Atomic Geeks um, when they've done the uh, their video casts. I would love to do more video stuff with the um, with this. I don't know how that's really feasible since I mean Pax, you and I aren't too terribly far away, but Jeej, you're sadly uh, sadly far away, and then the Witness Protection Program, of course. So. Um, so that's not as, as feasible. But I'd love to do more video. I'd love to do uh, more comedy bits kind of things like the Nerd Lunch Comic Con or do uh, short film kind of stuff even maybe. I don't I don't know. But that's, that's something I'd love to delve more into in the future. I concur with that. Like I think that's good because I really enjoyed your Nerd Lunch webisodes that you did. And I think it would be fun, however feasible it is or it isn't, as this is a bucket list, but the three of us to do stuff like that. I think I just think that would be fun and... Um, I, I, I think that's a great idea, actually. Okay, thank you. Um, you can stay on for a hundred for seventy more episodes, Pax. For the... <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, you're welcome, uh, Pax. What else uh, would you like to add to the bucket list? Um, I would like at some point for us to be able to have on either a Star Wars or Star Trek actor as a guest, and I don't care who. It can even be Lavar Burton. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait, wait! <laughs> what? Wow! You know, I, I was, I didn't know who to put, who to say. I just picked him because I literally today just followed him on Twitter, so he was at the top of my head. But I was just trying to think of it of, of someone, and I just thought he sounded Dude, funny. Drive by Lamar Burton. <laughs> well, he's not going to want to come on now. <laughs> We'll edit that out. I'll just yeah, I'll just if you're listening, if you're listening, I love reading Rainbow. So, oh, that's a great pick. That would be, that would be awesome. Well, I assume I don't know, Gigi. Did you have any like famous wish list guests you have uh, on your list or or not? Because I had a couple of those. As well. I don't have I don't have famous people. I have like other internet people that I admire and love to get on, but they wouldn't be wouldn't be famous. Right. Well, like just today, I tweeted to Alton Brown asking if he wanted to be on our podcast. I I, I can only assume he's thinking about it. He didn't get back to me. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I mean, Alton Brown would be. Uh, I mean, he's nerdy and lunchy. He'd be perfect for our podcast. This is true. Um, and then uh, I'd love to. I'd love to have a Muppeteer on. I don't know for whatever, whatever reason. I mean, we just watched the Muppets again. I was just thinking I would love to have like one of the you know like a Steve Whitmire or Bill Brett or somebody on. Um, yeah. And uh, I'd also love to have like a famous comic book writer on. That would be. I think that'd be cool. Like somebody like a like a Chuck Dixon. I think would be cool. Someone like a Chuck Dixon. I mean, yeah, like like a Chuck <laughs> Dixon. That would be good. Yeah. And you uh, mentioned uh, you mentioned uh, Alton Brown along those same lines. I'd like, and I mentioned Man vs. Food. Adam Richman would be a good. One. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, Adam Richmond would be perfect for this show, assuming he survives long enough to <laughs> record an episode with us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Jeeves, let's go back to you for somebody uh, for for one of your other podcast items. So I would love to get uh, the crossover guy from Pubala.com on to talk about <laughs> TV crossovers and spinoffs and things like that. Um, that site has amazed me. Working on it. Oh man. <laughs> So I would love that. I would love to um, get one of the guys from WrestleCrap on. I don't know that uh, we could handle handle <laughs> the insanity that they would bring. Um, but uh, you know, I've admired them for a long time, and it, it'd be great to be on an episode with them at some point. So you know, I've got people like that that I've admired for a long time. What they've done with their websites, blogs, podcasts, whatever that would I think would be great to have on. Yep. Hopefully someday we'll. Well, I mean, I, I hope we just keep doing more and more of that that kind of thing. So for sure, I, I've loved I loved who we've had on. And I, I hope we have many more cool guests in the future. Um. So keep writing those guys down. Uh, Pax. Um, I guess this is outside our podcast a little bit. I'd like to. Uh, I mean, I guess pie in the sky. I'd like to. Th- there's a lot of podcasts outside of the tag network and I mean obviously I'd like to guest on another podcast because I, I enjoy talking with you guys and I just think it would be fun to try it in another like with another group just to see how that is and see how different it is and you know like oh, try somebody else out see if you yeah, like them well, better yeah just try it out just yeah, to see yeah. how it is uh-huh. I mean, yeah I would never like <laughs> not permanently just because, testing the waters just <laughs> exactly. seeing if uh... and if and you know maybe they yeah so that's what I would like is but I was thinking something like, and I was thinking podcasts that would actually never happen. Like one of my current favorites is the uh, "How Did This Get Made" with Paul Shear and uh, Jason Matsukis and uh, June Diane Raphael, and they're amazing. And I would love to be a guest on that show. I mean, that would just be amazing. Of course, I don't know if I could keep up, so um, that's that's would be an issue. But also, uh, I, I would love to guest like on the Geeks or on Classic Film Jerks or one of our own network, other network podcasts too. So, I mean, always in the back of my head, it's it's something like that. It's like, I love doing this with you guys so much that I'd like to try it with someone else just to, just to see how it is, just see how it's different because I like this. I mean, is it, is it different? I mean, how is it? I mean, I just think it would be neat. Good, good item. I can attest to being on the Geeks is a fun thing. Yes. And your episodes are always good. Oh, thanks. All right. You just you just know all the right things to say tonight, Pax. <laughs> I'm going to make Suck sure up. I'm around for that 100 episodes. <laughs> uh, G, did you have anything else? Um, we had talked about this at various points. I'd love to explore sort of, I don't know if we call it doing a commentary, but doing sort of like a live viewing of something. Um, where we all fire up some crappy movie on Netflix or what have you and uh, and watch it together and, and record that. I don't know. We'd have to figure out the details, but I think trying some stuff like that would be would be interesting. That is a very good call. That's yeah. a great idea. Great idea. <laughs> um, I have something kind of stupid, but uh, for whatever reason, I, I wrote it down. Uh, I'd like to do a clips episode. No. Um, I'd like to get <laughs> listed on Wikipedia. Ooh. Hmm. Or we should start a tag wiki. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I just, I'd, I'd like, I mean, I don't want to do it myself. I want somehow, some way it to just naturally happen. Of course, now I'm bringing it up, so well, who knows. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, 
that's that's something I would like. I don't know if we've ascended to the uh, popularity needed to stay on Wikipedia. Well, what I'm saying is, you want to <laughs> that have that I want to get there. <laughs> All right, then it happens. Packs. That would be cool because then I could go in and vandalize it. <laughs> yes. Just start putting false information. Oh, absolutely! All this stuff about you. <laughs> All right, Pax. Did you have anything else? Um, I think that's it. Okay, Gigi. Anything else? No, we fit on what I had on my list. I think with that, I think we've uh, concocted a few good bucket lists uh, for each of us and for the podcast. And uh, since it's so much like uh, Nerd To Do's, I think this week we will skip doing Nerd To Do's because otherwise it's just uh, us listing a bunch of stuff we want to do. So uh, we'll pass on that for this week and uh, go ahead and move on to where can we find you on the internet. And Pax, let's start with you on where can we find you on the internet. I can be found the blog at uh, cavalcadeofawesome.net. Um, you can also find me on the Twitter mechanism at <laughs> Paxton Holly, P-A-X-T-O-N-H-O-L-L-E-Y. Um, I can also be found under that same name on Flickr in uh, my photo stream. So, All right, Jeej, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on the Twitter machine at NerdLunchJeej. Juliet Echo Echo Golf Nerd Lunch Jeej. And then there's this blog that I occasionally do things for. And that blog is nerdlunch.net. And uh, we'll do, we do the, we post stuff about the podcast there. But we also do uh, blogs and we write about uh, all this stuff there as well. So check it out. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, you can like us there. And I guess there's Google Plus, but I haven't done anything with that for weeks. Um, you can find us on a, ver- a variety of uh, sources. We post all those things on our blog, but one of them is iTunes. You can find us on iTunes, and we'd love it if you would uh, if you download us from there to leave us a, uh, a nice little review about what you think of our podcast. Uh, also on iTunes, you can find another of the Atomic Geeks Podcasting Network podcast, one we've talked about quite a bit this evening, and that is the Atomic Geeks. And they like to send us over a little clip or something to say about what's happening on their next episode. So let's listen in and hear what they have to say right now. Well, hello, all you Nerd Lunch listeners. It's Andrew Bloom from the Atomic Geeks. And on our next episode, the Atomic Geeks are becoming supervillains. That's right. We're more evil than bad things. And we're going to hurt people real bad like. Tune in. I thought you were doing the opposite. I thought you were. I thought you were doing the opposite. All right. Well, that sounds fabulous. Simply fabulous. Uh, let's see. Next week on our podcast, um, what do you say? Uh, let's let's knock off one of these bucket list items, huh? Let's uh, let's have Chuck Dixon on. Sound good? I thought you were going to say let's go to outer space with Lance Bass. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're, so we're not going to go to outer space with Lance Bass. Well, maybe we'll go to outer space with Chuck Dixon. Okay. All right. Uh, Okay, so that'll do it for this episode. We appreciate you listening, and until next time, kapla! This has been Nerd Lunch, a part of the Atomic Geeks Podcasting Network. Nerd Lunch theme by Rick Jackson. Music by Flannel Please place all trash in the receptacle. Thank you.